Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Psy Effect, a show that deals with hot topics from all directions. And now, introducing the funny, the talented, the charismatic, the captivating, the woman who tells it like it is, your host, I am Psy. To another edition of the Psy Effect Radio Show, and I'm your host, Psy. Today's special guest is author Sharia Elliott. She's a first time author, and she has created her very own publishing company in which she has written and published her very first children's book called But Mommy, It's Not Fair. Born in Miami, Florida, and raised in a single parent home. As an advocate and change agent, Mrs. Sharia Elliott aspires to make a global impact with her anti-bullying campaign. Please give a warm welcome to Ms. Sharia Elliott. Welcome to the site, Elliott. <laughs> Why, thank you, Sai. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. You've been doing some remarkable things with your new book. I'm so excited and I'm so proud of you. You should give yourself a pat on the back. Oh, thank you. That means so much coming from you. And first of all, I would like to thank you, Sai and the Sai Effect, for even having me on your show. I really appreciate it because I know you have a broad audience and it would really help me get my message across. So I want to thank you for this. You're very welcome. It's a pleasure, and it's definitely an awesome message that you have uh, implanted here. Um, Your newest book is called But Mommy, It's Not Fair. Now, tell us, how did this book come to be? The concept of the book was born after the birth of my daughter. Her Mm -hmm. name is Heaven, and she was born with a genetic condition called albinism. So are you familiar with albinism? Yes, I am. I am pretty much familiar with albinism, but can you explain how a person can be born with albinism for our listeners that aren't familiar with it? Well, you know, generally people say albino, but albinism is the correct terminology for it, and it just means that um, they're born with a genetic condition that means no pigment in their hair, skin, or eyes, which is no color. So when people refer to people with albinism as albino, it's kind Mm -hmm. of like derogatory to them, sort of like calling a little person a midget. So the proper term that I've been trying to advocate is albinism because it sounds sounds more pleasant and, you know, not kind of derogatory. And most people people with albinism, yeah, most people with albinism, they, you know, prefer to to be referred to as that, a person okay. with albinism, not albino. Okay. Now, can you explain how a person can be born with albinism? What are the chances of someone being born with that genetic defect? Well, both parents have to have the trait. So if your mate, you know, has a little trait, have and you have, you know, the trait you come together how it's born. It's kinda of like the sickle cell trait when, right. you know, both parents have to have it. So that's how I like to, you know, 
explain it to people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, did you have any writing experience prior to the book? I had no writing experience prior, no. <laughs> so I bet that was really hard, stepping out of the box to complete this book, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. I see you caught my little giggle. I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, so new to me. Right. But um, I tried to capture my daughter's thoughts and her feelings, you know, point, a certain message that I, I felt she wanted to relay at such a young age. Right. Okay. <laughs> now, as a new author, what would you say is the most difficult part of completing the book? Well, sorry, I would say the most difficult part of completing the book was just making sure my daughter's thoughts came across as an mm-hmm. easy read for kids. They are the primary target for the knowledge that we're trying to convey. So I, I would say that would be the most difficult part. Right, right, because you have to kind of put yourself in the mentality of a child, and that's kind of hard after being an adult for a couple of years. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now tell us more about But Mommy, It's Not Fair. Well, it's a children's book, and it relates to my daughter and her condition of albinism. And I just wanted people to know how she felt when they would look at her and just stare at her, point at her, and call her albino or white girl or anything like that. So they were kind of like, it's kind of like putting, trying to put them in her place Mm -hmm. so they could actually see how it makes her feel and teach them at the same time that that's not right, that's not nice, and it's not godly. And And I thought that maybe if they saw you know, how it actually made her feel, which is, you know, sad and, you know, questioning why she was looking different than her family and, you know, why God made her, you know, that way and not her family. And if they Mm -hmm. could just see, you know, from an insight, a kid's point of view, that maybe their thoughts would change, maybe their teaching of their kids would change, and the kids themselves would you know, change and see that, you know, she's a human being, diversity in life, because everybody mm-hmm. is born with some type of difference, whether mm-hmm. it's acknowledgeable or not, whether it stands out or not. We all are different, but we're all God's children. The book is a true story. Did your daughter assist you with any parts of the book? Yes, my daughter did. It's her life, and she expressed it. I just manually, you know, put it in physical form, that's it. Got it. Okay, that's mm-hmm. great. So she's mm-hmm. like a little co-author over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's very shy, though, so she's like, she would say, no, I didn't do anything. <laughs> okay. Now, how, old, how old is she now? She's 12 years old, so she's in her tweens. <laughs> oh, my goodness, I remember those years. Do you have any other kids that were born with albinism? I do. I have another little girl. She's two years old um, right now. Her name is Sherique. And the the chances of having another child with alpinism is 75%. So when, you, when your mate has the trait and you have the trait, your mm-hmm. chances of having a child with alpinism is 75%. And we knew that, you know, at, once we had Shateria, we, so we knew the chances were high 
to have another child with albinism, but we didn't care because we, you know, we're here and mm-hmm. God gives up what he wants us to have. And we take right. what we have and we love it and we love our children and we just go move forward. Right. So you were basically prepared by having the experience of dealing with the first child that was born with albinism. You were pretty much prepared and ready. Absolutely. And it was a little inside joke between my daughter and her father, which is Terry. Mm-hmm. They actually were hoping to have a little girl uh, or a little boy with albinism. <laughs> wow. Because, yeah, they were actually praying to each other. They told me you know, afterwards and everything, but it's so so ironic. But, you know, it happened, and we're happy for it. And I also have a two-year-old son that's not with albinism, so she has a twin that doesn't have albinism, and that was, like, really a shocker there. You know, you have a shocker when you have a child with albinism, don't know it, then you have another one the same time that doesn't have albinism. So it's like, wow, you know, it's like yeah. so much going on. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing and a it blessing is. all itself. It is. It really is. And we take our blessing every day. We love all of our kids and, you know, we just try to teach them and bring them up, you know, to love themselves no matter how, you know, they are mm-hmm. here on this earth. They know right. they're loved and, you know, they have plenty of family and friends that love them. Now, what are some things you've accomplished because of this book? Well, I've I've accomplished quite a lot, actually, and it's kind of surprising to me, Sai. It's like I wrote this book for my daughter, and, like, so Mm -hmm. much good stuff has come out of it. I've been featured in the Miami Times, which is a local newspaper here in Florida, the Mm -hmm. Miami Herald. I've been in Ace Magazine, um, a couple of other things I can't think of right now, but I've been featured, you know, quite a quite a bit, and I'm very happy and very blessed and very thankful that people are looking at what I have to say and are interested in it. Your book has gotten the attention of some political heavyweights. Can you explain that? Actually, that was a blessing in itself. State Florida State Representative Dwight Bullard, mm-hmm. District 118, He has this anti-bullying act, and he wanted to have my daughter heaven as the face of his bill. And once he asked us that, we were thrilled at that opportunity, yes, and so thankful. So he has been such a help. He understands my my cause, and he backs me 100%. And he knows that I'm a woman and a mother with a passion for my daughter and, you know, that I'm an advocate for her and all kids with diversities. So that was truly an honor to even be considered, you know, for that. And I do thank him. (laughs) Now, now you were also given an endorsement letter by Commissioner Gail Miller. Tell us about that. That's amazing. Oh, wow. That was truly an amazing surprise as well. And she came across my book, and she loved it. And she she read once she read it, she loved it. And mm-hmm. she said that she thinks that it's a great educational book that needs to be read by all youth to educate right. them on diversity and mm-hmm. just being different in itself. It's an easy read, she says, and she she just loves it. And I really thank her for even taking the time to read it. 
great. That's great. Now, are you planning to write more books like your first one that has the anti-bullying concept? I definitely am working on a new book as we speak. Um, okay. I look forward to the second edition to the But Mommy Is Not There series. And mm-hmm. hopefully at the end of the year, and it's basically a follow-up and a carry-on to Kevin's real-to-life stories. So mm-hmm. yeah, look, look, I look forward to seeing something else from me, and I hope I get the same reception that I've gotten from my first book. <laughs> That's great. Now, are you available for speaking engagements? I am definitely available for speaking engagements, anti-bullying or di- diversity workshops, mentoring, coaching, anything that could help me get the message that I'm trying to instill in our youth today, Mm -hmm. anywhere that you think or anyone else thinks that my message would be positive, I'm there. Now, how would they get in contact with you? You could contact me on Facebook slash com. at me on Twitter, the number four, the letter E and publishing, or you could contact me at 786-277-2693, which is my office, and I also have a website, so you could contact okay. me on either of those. Okay. For ForElliotPublishing.com. Okay. Now, do you have any events coming up that you'll be speaking about your book? Actually, I do. In July, I'm slated to... Um, be at the NOAA's conference that's in St. Louis um, to, um, for the 2012 to 14 conference. I'll be there um, just promoting and being a part of the conference and because they're featuring me in their summer issue of their Insight magazine. So I'll nice. be there. Yes, I'll be there, um, you know, supporting my daughters because it's an a annual event where they get to see all kind of other people with albinism and do great things and activities and things like that. So that's a very welcoming organization that they feel at home at, and it's a wonderful experience for the parents and just the families in general. So Mm -hmm. we look forward to that every year. That's awesome. I know that you probably didn't think all of these doors were going to open when you were just – envisioning writing this book. And, you know, with the anti-bullying messages that we're having to provide every day because of kids committing suicide and and stuff like that, your book is right on time. And I'm sure your book is saving many lives right now. How does that make you feel? Actually, that makes me feel wonderful. It has been such a long time coming for bullying to even be at the forefront where it is today, Sai, but I am mm-hmm. so thankful that whatever issues or whatever incident brought it to the forefront, now my daughter has a voice, and everyone can see that bullying is just not physical anymore. It's right. mental. You know, these right. kids don't know how to handle pressure. They're mm-hmm. picked on. They're, you know, scrutinized, they're talked about, and I didn't want my daughter to be a statistic side. Right, right. So I'm trying to do something to come back that. She won't be a statistic. 
Okay. You know, so yeah. I'm really thankful for whatever it is that brought bullying to the forefront. That's great. You know, I, I recommend some adults read this book, too, because there's some big grown folks out there bullying people as well. <laughs> so they need to come back down to an age 12 mentality and read this book and really understand the damage that they are doing. I mean, with the cyberbullying going on on Facebook and on Twitter, you know, I recommend everyone read this book. I don't care if you are 50 years old, read this book. <laughs> Teachers, read this book. Everybody needs to read this book. I, I recommend it to everyone. Um, I gave it to my nephew, and he's four years Wonderful. old. And he loved it. He loved it so much. We ended up reading the book six times in a row. And by the sixth wow. time, <laughs> by the sixth time, you know, he's four, so he's not quite reading yet. But he memorized <laughs> he memorized everything in that book according to the picture. He, he knew exactly what was being said, word for word, almost according to the picture awesome. that he saw. Isn't that amazing? That is so awesome, Sai, and I really, I, I really do appreciate you even taking the time to read it to him. And you know, it's, I'm just thankful that you know people like you take an interest in what I have to say. And I, I just want to thank you for that. That that made that made my day. <laughs> You're very welcome. You know, I go back to that term. It takes a village, and it definitely mm-hmm. takes a village to stand up and stop the anti. You know, just to stop bullying. You know, we we have to really look at the bigger picture. You know, I always say bullies are just big bad wolves with no teeth. You know, they talk, 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 but they don't do anything. So right. you know, we have to really look inside. We have to love everyone, and we have to pray for everyone. And there's a reason why this person's bullying someone. You know, you never know. They were probably bullied, as that's all they know in their household. Mm-hmm. So you have exactly. to look at the bigger picture. Yeah, absolutely. And my vision, you know, for this book, but mommy, it's not fair. It's taking on a life of its own right now, mm-hmm. and in writing it, I hoped that I would impact people to embrace the differences in others and in, in, right. in themselves as well. And for the kids to think before they react or respond to a situation that's other than their normal. You know, right. I had no idea so many people as your radio show would embrace my message and call, and my cause and allow me these opportunities to spread my message of anti-bullying and diversity amongst our society. So if one person would come come away with what I have to say, you know, with something positive and to change their thoughts, then I've done my job and I've done what I, you know, wanted to accomplish. So I was, I'm grateful for that. And I'm honored and I thank you for coming on The Side Effect and sharing your book, But Mommy, It's Not Fair. And when you um, put the other ones out, you are definitely welcome back on the show and share it. We have to spread the word together. And it's not just about, you know, spreading the word statewide. We have to do this worldwide. I have listeners from Amsterdam to Dubai to London. So this is worldwide. Wow, that's awesome. And I appreciate that. And I I have a witness. Your your listeners are witnesses that you you would invite me back. And so I do appreciate that. My and and what we used to say back back in the day, my word is bond. 
My word is bump. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Thank it's been you. a pleasure, Sai. You're very welcome, and much success. Thank you, and God bless you and your listeners. Thank you. Tune in to the Psy Effect Radio Show every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for your hot topics, hot interviews, and hot music. Go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Psy Effect Radio Show. See you there. next time, continue to spread peace and love. Well, that's it, everybody. Thank you for joining in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, check us out next time for more fun and more laughs on The Sire.